Jamal and Kim's Inner Circle Health Tribe, episode 24. It's time to reverse the imbalances in your life as you take the first step on your own journey towards personal change. Welcome to Jamal and Kim's Inner Circle Health Tribe, educating, empowering, and inspiring individuals to live healthier. Now here are your hosts and your guides to natural living, Jamal and Kim. Hi, Kim and Jamal here, and welcome to another episode of Jamal and Kim's Inner Circle Health Tribe Podcast. This is episode 24, where Jamal and I will be recapping episode 23, which was our episode we released Monday featuring Omawale Adwale. And the name of that podcast was called Let Food Be Your Medicine, GMOs, Agricultural Globalism, and MMA Fighting. And uh, that was a great, great show. I love listening to it. Uh, again, and, uh, there were so many powerful topics to discuss, and we want to thank Oma Wally for joining us definitely on that show. And, um, like I said, I'm Kim and I'm joined with Jamal. Greetings, everyone. And, uh, peace and blessings. Yes. And we like to, as I said, men- mentioned earlier on Wednesdays, recap the episode of the week. And, uh, there were many takeaways from that episode. And the first one I'll start with, is um, the beginning of the, the first part of the title, Let Food Be Your Medicine. And what stands out to me uh, from the episode with Omawale was his journey from, you know, pretty much eating a poor diet and, you know, eating a more of a plant-based diet and feeling the the healing effects and the rejuvenating effects of his body. And it, it kind of brought back some memories from me because before I moved to New Jersey, I lived in the Bronx until I was eight years old. And a lot of the things that Oma Wilder was mentioning, the quarter waters and mm-hmm. the Boston baked beans and, you know, anyone that grew up in any type of inner city during, I would say like the eighties during that, I think it was like around the eighties. Um, yeah. You know, you remember like the, the, the penny candies and uh, the bazooka gum. I mean, it just brought back memories. I mean, I don't eat that stuff today, but uh, it was definitely a time in my life when I did eat those things when we were younger. And uh, Oma Bali was just touching on how he used to eat that. And then he converted to a plant-based diet and it wasn't... Um, it wasn't perfect. He was kind of eating beans and certain things, but he was still consuming um, foods that may not have been the most cleanest. And uh, he kind of suffered from an imbalance of having high blood pressure. And uh, it made him reflect on the connection of the foods that you eat in your health and how eating a clean plant-based diet or eating a clean diet, how that can have such healing effects on your body. So that was one of the things that kind of uh, stood out for me. Yeah, you know what, just to jump back a bit, Mm -hmm. um, this is kind of off topic, going back to the quarter waters (laughs) um, and, uh, you know, the the penny candies and Boston baked beans and all that stuff. I think the Boston baked beans was like uh, five five or ten cents. It was like the little mini box and and the lemon heads. And the lemon heads. (laughs) I I ate all that stuff too, the fun sticks. Jingles. Yeah. So here's an interesting (laughs) question, right? So the quarter water. I don't know if they still make it, but is it still a quarter? I doubt it. Because if it's because we had some super like, you know, inflation going on as far as, you know, the US dollar weakening. So I I'm curious as to how much I can see it being like a, a quarter dollar. Water. It's probably yeah. a dollar. <laughs> would you pay would you pay a dollar for that? For little, sugar water with some for that little container. Sugar water with some dyed <laughs> chemical dye. No, I'm so sorry. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'll make my own <laughs> with like fruit juice. <laughs> yeah. Oh my I gosh. <laughs> I don't know if everybody can relate. I know a lot of people can. But um but yeah, this is just how how it was, you know, growing up in the hood. <laughs> um now it was a really good show. I I um I really enjoyed it. I mean, you know, show after show, you know, for for a while now we've been crushing, you know, the the myths about plant-based eating and you know how you can actually take your health to the next level. You can physically take your health to the next level. You can put on muscle and improve your vitality and things like that. I mean, we mm-hmm. constantly shatter that myth. And, you know, he just went ahead and did the same thing again, as usual, as a mixed martial artist and, you know, getting in the ring and, and you know, fighting people uh, that they eat, uh, you know, a non-plant-based diet, a, a, a meat-based uh, diet. And, uh, you know, he's crushing them in the ring, you know, head, head, head to head, toe to toe. So, you know, that, that's something that we always do. What I really appreciated about this show was just getting behind, behind the food, you know, get it, looking at it from a global perspective. Right. And, and the impact that, um, you know, food and the production of food, the type of impact that, it's having on the environment and just bringing to the attention of, uh, you know, the major corporations and just their, you know, quest for money and greed and just the impact that that's having across the planet. Mm-hmm. Like to me, that was that was a, a, the standout, you know, just bringing yeah, that. Yeah. Bringing that level of awareness to to our listeners. Yeah, that was pretty. um Pretty shocking and sad. The uh, the statistic when he was mentioning like two hundred and fifty thousand farmers, you know, commit suicide um, because they can no longer afford to buy the GMO seeds um, from some of the biotech firms. I mean, yeah. I thought that was just so just horrible. Yeah, you know, it's like the um, these corporations. They're um, trying to, across the board, um, in agriculture and so many other businesses, they're trying to corner the board and they're trying to push the the mom and pop uh, businesses out, the smaller businesses out. And they're just trying to pretty much have world domination in their particular um, areas, Mm -hmm. you know, and they don't have the same level of care. Um, in, in the work that they do mm-hmm. and it suffers right. and we suffer for it because they're just thinking about the dollar. So I appreciate that conversation because for the first time, you know, we looked at, you know, a plant based diet differently, you know, as far as uh, our viewers are concerned and what we presented to them, because a lot of times we're looking at it from a health perspective, but just from an environmental perspective it's tremendous right tremendous i was just looking at um some numbers today um just in regards to the water and basically the statistics i was looking at it was called the um the thirst or the thirsty industry and it's saying that uh nearly half 
of all of the water used in the United States goes to raising animals for food. Wow. It's saying that it takes more than 2,400 gallons of water to produce one pound of meat. Mm. 2,400 gallons of water to produce one pound of meat. Wow. And um, that verse, uh, verse wheat, for example, 25 gallons of uh, water to uh, produce one pound of wheat. Mm. So uh, that's a lot of water. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I don't know if y'all know what's going on in, in uh, California right now, but you know, they have a serious water crisis right now. They have a water crisis going on. The water's drying up. And uh, they're saying that, you know, eventually the, all of the water is going to drop and they're going to, you know, be faced with a serious problem if some things aren't done. Uh, there's some there's a water crisis going on in um, Flint, mm. Michigan right now, as mm -hmm. far as just the water being toxic, you know, so, you know, water right now is a problem and so much water goes to producing um, meat. So, you know, just by everyone making a decision to um, not not even necessarily go vegan, you know, just to say, you know what, we're going to have uh, a meatless Monday, you know, one, right. once a week, we're all going to go on a plant based diet or twice a week. Or you just eat more plant based, not necessarily vegan, but you know, the majority, majority of your food is, is vegetation and your animal uh, products are less. That's going to have a significant impact on the environment for the better. You know, mm -hmm. so, um, that was the first time that we really got a chance to, um, expose that. And, um, that, that was powerful. That was powerful to be able to, um, introduce that to our listeners. Mm -hmm, definitely. Also, just bringing awareness uh, in terms of eating more plant-based because you and I are not big on titles and saying, right. oh, I'm vegan. We always say we eat a plant-based diet because it's really about the lifestyle and not about the title right. and living it. And, um, you know, I think just listening to Oma Wally's podcast, how could you not be motivated to at least incorporate more whole foods, more plant-based foods into your diet just for the healing or the beneficial effects. Right. Um, and not so much of just saying, oh, I'm vegetarian or I'm vegan. One other standout uh, or takeaway from the episode was, you know, going back to what you were talking about with the MMA fighting. You know, I watched some of it. I know it's a very intense and brutal sport. And uh, one of my takeaways, and I did ask Omawale, during the podcast, you know, when he, you know, eating a plant-based diet, um, I know for me personally, transitioning into a plant-based diet, I was very aggressive when I was younger. I played a lot of sports, a lot of competitive I contact sports. I played basketball. Um, I played, you know, power forward. I've played center at times, you know, at the D3 level in college. And, you know, it took a, a certain type of aggression and uh, competitiveness, especially at the collegiate level. And I noticed that when I converted to a plant-based diet later on after I graduated from college, I still have a competitive fire, but it was like a, the certain edge I felt was lost. Like I still can be competitive. I could still get at someone in a sense, 
But, you know, I did notice a difference. Like, I'm mm-hmm. not an aggressive person. I can tap into an aggressive energy and do what I have to do. But it's not something that... It's not the same. Right. It's yeah. not the same. And I couldn't even imagine being an MMA fighter at a professional level, you know, going into that ring, you know, as he was saying, he's more compassionate. And it is it is difficult, he was saying. Like, he does have to you know, tap into a certain energy and it is different going in as a plant-based, you know, eating a plant-based diet because you're more compassionate. And to, in MMA fighting, like you're going in with the mindset of, I have to put this person down. Like I have to, they have, I have to get them to tap out. By by any means. Right. By any means. And, um, you know, so I thought that was great for, you know, and he was honest about it. He said, I have to be honest you know, that it does take its toll in the sense that he has to put more into that thought process to get him ready for a match. Yeah, no, that was that was huge for me too. Um I, I definitely understand that. But just just getting that fighting perspective, you know, I, I take martial arts, African martial arts, and, you know, we we spar and we fight, but, you know, we're not intentional intentionally trying to hurt each other. And we're not, you know, trying to, you know, get someone to tap out or we're not trying to knock each other out. Um, But when you really think about just, you know, to put yourself in that zone to, you know, have to be like, I'm going to go out there and I'm going to rip this person's head off. I'm going to, you know, try to hurt this person. Um, It just it just was a different light. You know how he was talking about how. you know, a lot, a lot of times we see boxers and competitors go out and they don't want to shake hands. Right. They don't want to look and they want to be nasty. It's because you have to tap into something because that's your competitor. Right. And you get it now. I remember um, uh, the the MMA fighter that re- re- recently uh, lost uh, for, for the women's class, um, mm. Ron- Rhonda. Mm-hmm. You know, everyone got on her because when she would come out. You know, she wouldn't shake hands. You know, they would put put their hands on and she would slap it away and she would just be like angry out there. And everyone got on her saying that she was a, you know, poor sports, um, poor sportsmanships and things of that nature. But now you look at you it. You understand. Yeah, you understand differently. Like you going out there rosy shaking hands and now you, you got to go. shake hands and then you yeah. got to like punch <laughs> yeah. somebody's face. Right. In. Yeah. You have you have to tap into something different. Yeah, because he said he, he almost got an elbow dislocated. I was just like, yeah. my goodness. And then you're, you're in the ring and you're going all out. You're not thinking like, oh, no, that this person has had enough. Like you, you've you snapped. Right. You know, so when we hear about these different situations and fights and, and people go all out to, and, and end, up, end up killing someone, right. it's not justifiable, but there's a switch that, that goes off mm-hmm. that, you know, sometimes you just literally lose control like you are out of your, your mind. mind yeah you right. are you're out of your mind and someone has to snap you back mm-hmm. and that that's what the the ref is there to do to bring you to back bring you back yeah so you know that that's a whole another level of consciousness right and, and and like you said i definitely noticed the difference um being more plant-based as far as just that that heightened level of aggression mm-hmm. you know like we can definitely tap into but you have to work yeah you gotta work we could tap into beast mode right. you know because we do it every day we tra- um, kind of um, you know transform that energy 
toward our business mm -hmm. and, you know, the different things that, that we do to take our lives to the next level. But that competitive, you know, beast mode, like you really have to, you know, work harder to, 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 to get there. Too, yeah, right. you got to work harder to get in. So I definitely understood where, um, where it was coming from. Right. And I also want to say congratulations to Omawala. He shared with us that he won his first match of the year. Yeah. So congratulations. Yeah, yeah. yeah that, that was, uh, that's great. Yeah, congratulations, my brother. Um, and the last thing that I want to touch on is um, something that he spoke about, um, just being conscious of what's going on with your food before it gets on your plate. Right. And and that that's on so many different levels, you know. One is you know where's your food coming from, mm. you know? Like, did it have to travel, you know, from a local farm to get to your plate? Did it have to travel from another state? Did it have to travel from another country? Right. To get on your your plate all the way down to you know he was talking about eating out you know who's handling your food right you know the, the best way to have control over it is to make as much of your food as possible mm -hmm. homemade cooking not from a box whole foods that you have control over the ingredients that's that's going into your food mm -hmm. like that's the best way to um, have control over your food. One thing that we've been talking a lot about during our podcast series is um, energy, talking about um, just energy and this whole concept of um, energy. And you can actually put energy inside of food. You can put positive energy inside of food. You mm -hmm. can put negative energy inside of your food. One of the things... Um, with animals is that um, when they're killed under very stressful situations, you know, they have a lot of documentaries on this, a lot of, uh, you know, corpor corporation farms, mm. the animals are killed under severe stress. And these uh, stress hormones are released right. into the muscles of these animals and you take on that stress hormone, you take on that that particular energy. That's where that aggression comes yeah, from. Yeah, that's where the aggression comes from. And, you know, we can transfer energy into our foods, whether it's love. You know, you're, you're preparing a meal out of love for, for a loved one and um, it has a positive effect or you can be angry and you could prepare food and... You know, you can be angry and you can transfer that angry energy into food. These are next level concepts, but um, it actually happens. Mm. Um, so you don't know when you're eating out at a restaurant, you don't know the mood uh, really? of the chef. You don't know what's going on in there. I'll share a story with you. Um, we went down to uh, Florida um for some training, uh, for some business training. And, uh, we were out with, with family and we went to, uh, went to a restaurant and, um, was it during the holiday? It was crazy. Um, crazy that, yeah. that time, it was time of year. Was it in November? Mm -hmm. Wasn't it for the, oh yeah, it was in November. So yeah, it was during the holiday time. So it was, it was crazy. And, um, it was, it, you know, the, the, the waiters were all over the place. Our, our food 
was was just late, late coming out, and you know our uh, our family they really raved about this restaurant and how good it was and how great the surface was. So, you know. Um, they were kind of embarrassed and, you know, the waiters felt the, the, the pressure and, mm-hmm. and, and the managers coming over and the managers putting the pressure on, um, on the staff and on the, the, um, the chef to get the food done. So it was just a very tense and stressful environment that was going on in there. And they brought our food out and, and the food was good, but, what happened was, um, you know, we ended up getting sick. Mm-hmm. We ended up getting sick. And, you know, after further assessing the situation, we, we didn't get sick because of, you know, some type of cross contamination. Uh, we didn't get sick because, you know, uh, you know, someone might not have washed their hands or something like that. We got sick because of the, the energy transference Mm -hmm. you know what i mean it was just a sick feeling it wasn't because i've had i've had food poisoning before and it was you know (laughs) i wouldn't wish that (laughs) i think we've had it twice together and that's like 13 years (laughs) yeah i wouldn't wish that on anyone you know i'm not um, gonna what i never yeah i wouldn't wish that on anyone so it wasn't food poisoning it was something else this was this was energetic yeah this was an energetic transference like i got it my daughter got it. Uh, my wife felt it a little bit. Like we was just off, we just totally off. Mm-hmm. And then after we spoke about it and just thought about, it, like, wait a minute, it was crazy up yeah, in and there. Yeah, you felt you felt the tension. You felt like our waiter was just on pins and needles. I think he apologized like five times. Yeah. So you know the people making the food was getting it right. Yeah. And it was just like nervous energy, stress, just. You know, it all bottled up, right. and then they just served it to us. Yeah, you know? and and we don't think about that. We eat something, we don't feel well, and we don't even think about the possibility that it was some type of energy transference, as opposed to just something being wrong with the food, or you know, I just got a bug. You know, yeah, you could have got an energetic bug. So that's just looking at, you know, food and how we can charge our food with positive or negative energy Mm -hmm. um, and how it affects your body. I mean, and and then on the flip side, you can charge your food with positive energy. You can take a bottle and uh, you can fill it with, you know, your water bottle and you can write a nice symbol on it, you know, and, and write love on your bottle and that's the bottle that you drink uh, water from. And they've done, done studies on this. The um, the love bottle or, or your positive affirmation that you write on that particular bottle, it can have a positive uh, effect on you. Mm-hmm. I, I think it, I'm, I'm trying to think of the study. It was like a um, it was like a plant and it was the, the water, you know, they would always like um, say negative things to, to the water and they wrote like hate on on the water and then they had one that it was all positive love peace balance harmony they wrote these things on that water and they would speak that um to to the water mm-hmm. like like pray over the water and it was these two plants and they were um watering both of the plants and the mm-hmm. and the plant that has the positive vibe like it actually grew and continued to grow and the one with the negative energy it actually kind of wilted and died wow you know which was like an amazing uh story and i and i've seen a, quite a bit of studies 
um, on that level. So um, we, you can definitely charge your food with uh, with positive and, and negative energy. So, you know, one, you can use that for your um, advantage. You know, you should charge your food with positive energy and your water with positive energy. But on the flip side, we have to be aware that, you know, we our our food can be um, charged negatively, right? You know, so we need to be conscious of the mood that we're in when we're making food for really? someone. You know, <laughs> really, and don't piss off the person in the kitchen, right? When you go out to eat, you know, because <laughs> you know um, them, you know, tampering with your food. Mm-hmm. Maybe that maybe they wouldn't take it that far, but maybe they're just angry with you in or their they're mind. Thinking, they're those just thoughts. thinking it, yeah, right? and they put that into the food, and they might as well had you know spit in your food or something. <laughs> like that <laughs> so uh yeah that was that that opened up the door for that just wanted to put that out there the power of uh you know how we can charge our um our, our foods and how it, it can affect you mm-hmm. yeah well i guess that's about it you have any more takeaways um no that's it for me Okay, so before we go, I just want to remind everyone, if you did not get a chance to listen to the episode Omawale, episode 23, just go to jkhealthtribe.com forward slash 23, and you can get access to that episode. Okay, so until next time, live healthier. Peace and blessings. Stay healthy. We hope you enjoyed your time with Jamal and Kim's Inner Circle Health Tribe. To keep you on your path towards a happy, healthier lifestyle, we encourage you to visit jkhealthtribe.com for a free copy of the eight effective ways to lose weight and keep it off, as well as more content to help you find your health balance. Thanks again, and we look forward to educating, empowering, and inspiring you to live healthier.